Our next guest this morning has one of the most interesting jobs that I have heard in a long time. And let me tell you, when you do this job, that is really saying something. If you come across a bee swarm, he's the person to call. Not to get rid of the bees, but to give them a new home. And to do what with them? Well, that's what we're going to find out. I have so many questions about this. Bill Peach is with us now, owner and operator of Bill's Bees and Berries. Bill, thanks for being with us this morning. Hi, Simi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Bill, you must love working with bees. <laughs> yeah, well, I, no one else wants to do it, so someone has to step up to the plate, right? <laughs> okay, how did you start doing this? Um, when I was at uh, my first rental house, I found an abandoned beehive in the backyard and cleared it out and thought, hmm, I'm going to be a beekeeper. And 41 years later, I still haven't learned my lesson. That's all it took? You found <laughs> That's a bee? all it took, yeah. An empty one, and then I just decided to start and carried on. Okay, so people call you when they come across a bee swarm, and then what happens? What do you do? That's correct. I, so I, in my car, I have uh, all the equipment to retrieve them out of the tree or in a chimney or whatever we need. And as long as I get the queen into a box, the rest just come marching in like the Pied Piper. And then into the car, and I drive them home and relocate them into a, a box at home. And then they pollinate my blueberry farm. So you are taking them home. It's not like you're getting rid of the bees. You're bringing them home and giving them a new home. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I gently transport and collect them up and uh, collect every single last one and um, bring them with me. And they ride back to my farm and then get uh, luxury treatment at a a bee resort. A bee resort. (laughs) What, what, What is a bee resort? Well, at my farm, I don't use any pesticide or any fertilizer or any chemicals whatsoever. So it's a, a really good place for them, as opposed to all the other farms that um, treat for things. So, so, so Bill, for, yes, I'm so curious about this because if you're showing up and you're, you know, you've got the queen bee and all the other bees in the box, and then what do you take it to your car and get in your car? Like, am I driving down the highway yeah. next to a guy who's got a whole bunch of bees in his car? Yeah, that's correct. The odd time they've gone loose, and I have to sweep a hole through the windshield to see out. So it's what? a bit of a circus. But they've gotten loose in your car. Yes, but um, it's it's very interesting. Bees sense fear like dogs, so as long as you can turn off the fear emotion, then they don't they don't bother you. So it's just a case of the total commitment to not be scared. And so, so you don't people, do you wear any equipment? People, like you don't drive with special equipment or anything. It's just you. No. no. It's just me, yeah. Even when I collect them, it's bare hands, no veil. Um, Bill, I have such admiration for you to do this. Now, you must have gotten stung. Like, where did you learn this calmness from? Um, it just over years and years and years of, of doing it. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it's quite something. It's just it, it, they can really, really sense the fear. So when people are at my farm and I open up a colony and let them put their hand on the bees themselves. It's such a threshold of fear that they cross. It's fascinating to watch. Now, I know that a lot of researchers and scientists like your farm too, right? Because there's a lot of people who are studying a colony collapse. So what goes on at your farm? You do, do Researchers come and, and spend time there? Yeah, well, they use it as a baseline so that we have no, there's no um, like fertilizer, pesticide or any chemical whatsoever for the, the bees so they can say, well, if this guy's bees are having the same problem as the bees that are at all the other farms that are heavy pesticide use, is it is it just the pesticide or is it something else in the environment? So 
it's sort of like a baseline that they can monitor to see. So the provincial inspector and a few other from SFU and UBC, some other beekeepers there, just like to have a peek in once in a while to see how my stuff's doing. Okay, so if you're bringing all these bees to your farm all the time, like how big is your bee farm? Uh, it's tiny little uh, three acres of blueberries and a five-acre parcel. And I, I try to keep an average of 100 colonies there. And um, so all the neighbors benefit, all the other blueberry farms around uh, all benefit from having my, my uh, apiary nearby. Are you one of those people who takes your apiary? Are you mobile? So when, when blueberry no, farm, no, no you don't I do used, that? I, I used to move them to cranberry and raspberry and everything else. But now that I've managed to lease this farm, I just leave them all so they never move. So I just keep adding to it and um, then... Um, some of them fail over the winter and then other ones just survive and, and um, we just go. So I have a fresh honey and um, yeah, it's, it's quite an experience. Spill, what do you think is the key here? I mean, we, we know that you know bees can are endangered, we're losing them, but you know you're, they're thriving on your farm. So what do you think is the difference? Um, just uh, not moving them around, going to all the different um, farmers because you know, it's their livelihood, so they're required to use uh, insecticide and fungicide and all the other stuff, and it's taking its toll. It just the tiniest amount doesn't kill them on the spot, but over the years, it just builds up in the colony, and then um, it just fails. So by having absolutely zero chemical use whatsoever on my farm, um, they're managing to do a lot better than most of the other colonies. Can you tell when the bees are happy? Oh, yeah. It's it's like if you're a piano player, it's a key of C, the, the hum. And if they're a higher hum, there's something wrong. So it's just now over the years, if I lift the lid and I hear the wrong, the wrong note, then I know something's up and I have to look inside to make sure they're, either there's a viable queen or there's some other issue going on. Bill, you're like a bee whisperer. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I but, would. Uh, I just, I just enjoy it. I, I really, really enjoy it. There's something about it when you get inside, and um, it's just a fascinating hobby. Do you feel that from like that relationship with the bees? Is it two ways? Like when you say you can tell something is wrong, and you go in there and you fix it. Do Do you get that sense from the bees that they understand you're there to help them? Oh, sure, sure. If I'm like having an off day and um, just not in that calm position and I open a hive, I just get ravaged. So I have to close it up and go go back to the house and do something else for the day because um, if they pick up on it, the best way to describe it is that a dog can pick who's scared out of a crowd and it will growl at that one person that's scared of them. And everyone is from birth is be scared of bees, they'll sting you. And if you can turn that off and just not have the fear at all, then there's no problem. So they kind of force you to be in the moment. Yes, exactly. Yes, for sure. Okay, so you must be very busy because I know that now people are hearing about you. You're getting more and more calls. Like, what, do you go to every call? Like, you can't. You must not be able yeah. to go collect every swarm. Well, no, it's getting quite diluted from when I started. So lots of other beekeepers are, are offering the removal service, which is fine because I, I'm only one person. And um, But I do do wasp removal and a bumblebee collection as well. And so, yeah, every night I'm out. And um, I do as many as I can. That's all there is. Can you think of a favorite one? Like, what's the most unique place you've had to go and get some bees from? Um, from a tower crane. The operator wouldn't go up. And the building in Coquitlam, I had to uh, put a harness on and go right up the tower crane. And out on the end, that swarm had landed. And so the whole p- 
project had stopped, so they were adamant that I get out there. That was, <laughs> that was quite interesting. I hope you don't have a fear of heights. That would be kind of scary. Uh, you know, it was okay. They, they made me wear a harness and everything else. But, but, all, um, all in the name it, of saving some bees. Well, yeah, it, it's just, it, when it's what you do, it's what you do. And um, I enjoy it. If you enjoy something, it's not work. That's so true. So you produce your own honey too? Yes, that's right. Well, Bill, now now I want some of your honey. So where can I get some? Where can everybody get some? <laughs> well, I'm across the street from the Water Mania in Richmond, and uh, it's it's Silver City, that area. So it's called Bill's Bees and Berries. So if you just Google that with a Z, um, and um, the address there. So we're we're available all year round, but we're only open in the summer for a bluebird bluebird season. Well, I'm going to stop by and get some honey. Listen, Bill, thank sure. you and great work. Okay, thank and you very we, much for if the people, interview. If people need to get a hold of you, can they still get a hold of you? Do you have time to go yeah, and get... of course. Yeah. Sure. How, how do they That's do that? I do. Um, on the website of beeremoval.ca, there's a phone number there, or Bill's Bees and Berries, there's a phone number there as well. We'll check it out. Bill, thank you. Okay. Thanks, Simi. You have a great day. You too. That's Bill Pichos, the owner and operator of Bill's Bees. You can also check them out at beeremoval.ca. You got a bee swarm? And you don't want to get rid of it. You don't want to kill the bees off, right? You call someone like Bill. Bill shows up, gets the queen. Everybody else follows, takes them back to his place where they live in like a bee utopia, I guess, and have a great time. And he puts them in the car. That's the part that I can't get over. You're driving down the road with a guy who's got a couple of swarms of bees in his car without any special protective equipment or anything like that. That takes a very special person to do that.